Hey, 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 closet busters and bold move makers. It is time once again for Life Uncloset. So I want you to gather around because it is time once again to kick down those closet doors of your life. We're here to escape our BS, explore our fears, and elevate our self-expression. I'm your host, Rick Clemens. I'm the bold move expert and that coming out guy who's going to take you to the party, the pulpit, the wake, and back to the party of living your life uncloseted. So come on along with me and grab hold of yourself and get ready to step out, step up, and step into facing your fears, making your bold moves, and living life without apologies. Now let's get to the show. Happy, happy, happy New Year, everyone. First show of 2023, and I'm so excited to be here. Rick Clemens, the host of this crazy little podcast I call Life Uncloseted, where we talk about everything about coming out of the closet, whether your closet is your sexuality or maybe something like losing weight or losing a loved one or, you know, losing a major job, a lot of losing going on there, right? Maybe you're coming out of the closet about, I want to take a stand and do something more purposeful and passionate in my life, whatever it is. Welcome to the new year. And I could do one of those, you know, last time I was on, I said, oh yeah, we could do one of these recaps or things. Don't want to do that. Set some goals. Nope. Don't want to do that either. All of that stuff is great. But I thought, you know what? I haven't talked about this in quite some time. And many of you are on journeys. A lot of you that listen to this podcast are on the journey of coming out of the closet or you're recently out, or maybe you're struggling to find your foothold in the LGBTQ community. And then there's others of you that listen to this because you're like, I'm still trying to go out there and be unapologetically who I want to be. Well, I hope this short little, little, little podcast today, it might be 10, 15 minutes. Who knows where I'll go? Cause I like to ramble, right? But I'm hoping this really helps you out today because one of the things that I find when I'm working with clients in my private practice is most of the time, whether it's coming out, going after a new job, getting out of a relationship that's not working, losing weight, saving money, planning that big trip around the world that just keeps being like something that just keeps showing up, but I don't do anything about. Well, one of the things I've discovered in my work is most of the time, the reason nothing gets done is because we let our fears and our excuses about coming out and being who we are in the world get in our way. And I wanted to focus on that today. Because whether you're coming out about any of those things, we're going to focus a little bit here on coming out of the closet about your sexuality. The few things that I have learned in my own journey and that I've learned with my clients that I think could really get you on your way this year. And again, whether you're coming about sexuality, coming out about that or something else, I hope you stick around for the next 10, maybe 12, 15 minutes. Because these principles I'm going to share with you are solid. They're not everything. It's not everything I've come across, but I really like, let's lean into what most people come up with. And the thing is, is most of us, when we're not getting things done that we want to get done, we get into a place where we like really suffer. We suffer about it. We really have angst and anxiety and beat ourselves up. The thing is, is the pain of doing anything we want to do around coming out or going after something bigger in our life, the pain, that's going to be inevitable because there's going to be some pain a lot of times for doing something that's unorthodox or making a big change in life. Pain is inevitable. That's just part of life. But we get to choose if we want to suffer in that. Did you hear that? We get to choose if we want to suffer. (laughs) And 
I know that might sound like, okay, Rick, that's like really coachy. Well, it kind of is really coachy, but it's actually really true because the pain of coming out is scary. You're going to hurt some friendships, okay? But if you roll around in your head suffering about losing those friendships instead of like, hey, I'm being me and I'm hoping whoever sees me as me will join me in my journey. And those that won't, that's painful, but I'll go find some other people that will join me along in my journey because pain is inevitable. Suffering isn't. And it's kind of interesting when we start to embrace that, that one of the things that you have probably heard me say many times on this podcast, but I'm going to bring it up because I think it's some good words to live by is what someone says is all about them. What you hear is all about you. Now, I know I said that really fast. So let's break it down. What someone says is all about them. What you hear is all about you. You're going to go to hell if you come out of the closet and say you're gay. Now, some of you go, well, how's that all about them? Well, in some way, shape or form, that person is saying, you're going up against the grain of my beliefs. You're asking me to accept you in a certain way, which if I do, then because of my belief systems, my values, whatever, I might be contributing to your going to hell and my own going to hell. That's all about them. How you hear that and take that in is all about you. Yes, I'm a piece of crap. I'm going to go to hell. That's all about you and your value system. But if you hear, well, that's their perspective. And I'm going to let them have their perspective. That means that's about you and your ability to gravitate through these crazy, crazy ideas that people throw at you. What do you mean you're going to start a business? Why don't you just stay in your your nice, you know, little cubicle where you got benefits and all this stuff? That is not about you. Now, it could be to some degree, but it's more about them because that's what's going to work for them. That means that person is not in the space where they could see themselves doing what you're about to go do. So always think in those terms. Now, that doesn't mean analyze every freaking conversation, but know that when you're getting in your head and you're starting to make excuses and you're letting fears take over, sometimes it's what you're hearing from other people and the way you're reacting to it. Yet that's on you. I hate to say it, but that's on you. So another thing I learned, and this is actually in one of my talks that I do, and I, I remember we were working on my talk and I was working with my script person and my talk creation coach, all this sort of stuff. One and the same, wasn't like multiple people. She's amazing. Um, and we were talking about fears and excuses. And she goes, well, what do you really think, you know, the correlation is between those? And I had never said these words before, but then when I said it, it's like, wow, that actually is true. Excuses fuel fears and fears fuel excuses because for every excuse we make that means we're fueling the fear we're letting the fear stay alive but every time we let the fear take over then it helps us create excuses why we can't move forward and if you're going to really come out of the closet and be who you're meant to be you're going to have to understand that correlation and start letting go of the excuses and punching the fears in the face but when you punch the fears in the face, you cannot let it come back and say, but, 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 well, maybe I shouldn't. No, 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 no. Start really looking at your excuses and your fears and going, they hold hands pretty darn tightly. <laughs> they do. They kind of have a little love fest with each other. But when you can break one, it breaks the other. Think about that. When you break one, it breaks the other. Because you see, here's the thing. Every fear 
is fixable. Every excuse is releasable. In fact, every fear that's fixable and every excuse that is releasable is actually something that you have huge amount of control over. Because you see, most of those things are self-created. Now, I'm not saying somebody's holding a gun to your head and that's self-created. That's not what I'm getting at. But the fear of moving forward, going after that job promotion, or that fear of coming out when you know it's going to cause problems, or that fear of asking that guy or gal out when you're you know, online, having that first chat up on Tinder or OkCupid or whatever it might be, those fears are self-created. And those excuses are self-created. Most fears that are really dangerous are not. Fear of the, you know, tire blowing on the on a drive, you know, at the holiday time. Okay, that's a fear that's kind of self-created. It's an awareness fear, is what I call that. That's an it's a it's a possibility. But again, if you get stuck in that, I'm a big believer in what you put out is what you get back. And um, I know I've had two flat tires recently, not on the road. <laughs> it's like I hardly drive my freaking car and I've had two flats. I'm like, really? Whatever. But um, just think about how both fears and excuses can be very self-created, but they can also be very fixable. Because part of that is embracing and owning your fears. Asking yourself which ones are really, truly fears. Fears that you have no control over, because guess what? As I'm recording this today, there's big storms across the U.S. Yes, I'm recording this during like right before Christmas for the new year. But um, and of course, it's a freaking mess out there flying right now. Our daughter's supposed to be flying in later tonight. And the fear could be because of all the ice storms up in the Seattle, Portland area that she might not get off the ground. What if the plane slides? What if the wings don't de-ice? All this stuff. OK, those are all possible fears all possible fears that I have no control over. No possible fears that, you know, hey, she might not get here tonight. I have no control over that. What I have control over is my fears of something going really, really, really wrong. And just loving on the thought of seeing my kiddo, seeing her when she gets here, whenever that may be. It could be tomorrow. Seeing her fiance when he gets here. It could be tomorrow or it could not be tomorrow. Hopefully it is. But manage those fears and own your fears and really realize they're emotion-driven. They are past-driven as well. Because there's something, if you can go back to that fear, I don't care whatever the fear is, even the fear of coming out and people hating you. The source of that, if you do something, somebody's going to hate you, goes way, way, way back. And I'm not here to do therapy, not one bit. I'm here to kind of like talk about this stuff and say, and as a coach, here's what we do. We talk about, you know, when, when, when did you have that first inkling that if you do something, somebody hates you and we keep doing some time regression sort of coaching there. I'm not going to unpack it like deep, deep, deep. If I feel like it's deep, then I'm going to say, yeah, you might want to go work with a therapist there, but I'm going to ask some compelling questions. Like, where do you think that began? Who was responsible for it? Then we'll do some work about releasing them from that. But if you can own the fear and start to go tick-tock, 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 all the way back to where that first time you felt that fear showed up, you're going to find some mountains move pretty quickly. And I'm going to invite you to ask somebody else, have you ever had this feeling? Have you ever had this happen to you? Because guess what? When you ask those questions, and I know this sounds so trite, you're going to probably want to slug me through the airwaves right now. You're going to realize you're not alone. 
you're not one iota alone on this. And that doesn't mean shut the fuck up and get over it. That's not what I'm saying. You're not alone and go find some people who you can lean into. There's plenty of people out there that have gone through job changes and job loss and coming out of the closet and spouses who hate them and spouses who don't like them and kids who love them and kids who reject them and all of these sort of things. You are not alone. In fact, if you're listening to this podcast, you're not alone because there's, you know, 20, 30,000 other people that are listening to this podcast on a monthly basis. You are not alone. Go find some places to gather. I've got a couple of gathering points that I do. I gather with um, 40 plus year old gay men once a month. You can find that on my website. Go to the gay men's chats and um, you can sign up if you're a gay guy who's 40 plus, 40 years older, 40 years or older. Can't even talk this morning. Join us. That's where you find your community. And here's another interesting thing. You've already done most of the fears that you're showing up with. Now, that is not to say that if you've never skydived that you've done that fear. But you kind of have. You've kind of done something crazy and unexpected. You've kind of taken some risk. It may not be jumping out of an airplane. Kind of like coming out of the closet. You may never have come out of the closet about being gay, bi, trans, gender non-conforming, all the different things that we can be. But you've had some tough conversations. You've shared with people some stuff that you are in your past. You've taken a big leap and going, I'm going to tell somebody something and I hope it goes good. Much of what you've already done around any fear that you've had, you've already had some experience in doing part of it. Think about that. I always say my coming out clients, have you ever had a bit? Okay, so I'm going to put this in context. So uh, coming out client, male, married to a woman who's going to come out to his wife, his children, family, all this. Have you ever had a big conversation with your spouse? Have you ever had a disagreement with your spouse? Have you ever made a big decision about life, like buying a home or having children or moving or taking a job? Have you ever hid something from your spouse and then shared it? Yes, it's not the same as coming out. I get it. It's not that exact situation. But many, many, many elements of what we've done and what we fear and what we can make excuses about and why we can't move forward, we've already experienced it. So lean back into yourself. Lean back into all those great, crazy, scary moments in life and lean back in because you see the truth of who you are is far more powerful than the false truth you're pretending to be. One of my favorite quotes that I use all the time in my talks, it's my quote. I will say it again. The truth of who you are is far more powerful than the false truth that you're pretending to be. So if you are struggling with your fears and your excuses and you want to come out and you want to be yourself, maybe start there. On the daily, say, hey, Rick shared this with me. The truth I have, and I stumble over it, of course, so I'm going to say it. The truth of who I am is far more powerful than the false truth that I'm pretending to be in my life. The truth of who I am as a gay man, the truth of who I am as a lesbian, the truth of who I am as a wannabe entrepreneur, the truth of who I am as a college student who's like, I shouldn't be in college. The truth of who I am as someone who has just gone through cancer and believes they cannot find it. Yes, you cannot fight it, but be the truth of that. 
because then you're going to quit pretending, no, I'm okay, I'm good. Own it, own it, own it, own it. And my hope for you as you're kicking off this new year, as you start to take some of these elements that I've thrown to you, let them sink in, capture a couple of them, and start living as if there were no fears, there were no excuses about coming out to be yourself. And if you'd like to chat about this, hit me up. Go to my website, rick at rickclemens.com. On my coaching pages, there's some places where you can click like, hey, I want to have a chat. You can go to my contact page and say, I'd be interested in chatting with you. I would love to have a chat with you. The first chat, the first 30 minute little like, hey, let's see if coaching's for you or let me just see if I can help you out. That one's on me. That one is my gift to you. So go out there this year, no fears, no excuses, and come out to be your most unapologetic self and enjoy the first week of the new year. And again, happy new year's everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being a listener and being part of my world and go make it a really great day. Hey, 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 Life Uncloseted family. Another episode of Life Uncloseted has come to an end and it is time for all of us to sashay away and go face our fears, make those bold moves and stand up to living our life without apology. But before you do, I've got a favor to ask of you. Would you hop over to iTunes or Spotify or Podbean or wherever it is that you're listening to this and just give us a little bit of love if you like what we're doing here at Life Uncloseted. Here's what it does. It helps other people find the show. It helps other people get to know what we're all about and you just might help change life. In fact, if you really want to change a life, We'd love it if you just ask a friend to take a listen and see what they think. So that's it. Love you all deeply. I'm Rick Clemens, the host of Life Uncloseted, and never stop stepping out, stepping up, and stepping in to living your life uncloseted.